Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Today is Friday, July 23rd, 2021. This is Shannon, and today I am here with Sarah, Stacy, Brooke, Kristen, Melissa, and Natalia. And we are looking ahead to so, so, so many books coming out in August that are fantastic. We are going to get started with the usual housekeeping information. Then Melissa is going to start us off followed by Brooke, Sarah, me, Kristen, Stacy, and lastly, Natalia. You can find us on Twitter and on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. You can always post just on the Book Bistro timeline. Some of you have done that. I'm always so happy to see when you've published posts there. You can join our Facebook listener group where you can chat with us as well as with other podcast listeners. You can keep an eye on some of what we're reading. We usually update you each Wednesday with a look at our current reads. If you'd like to get a hold of us and social media is not really your thing, you can email us. That address is thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. Okay, the first book I am going to talk about tonight is Dark Roads by Chevy Stevens. Oh, yes. And it arrives on August 3rd. It tells the story of a little small town called Cold Creek in British Columbia, where a wonderful young lady named Haley who's taught all this stuff by her father she disappears and then another woman comes to town and her name is Beth so Beth comes back to town her sister has been murdered she is estranged from her parents and she's looking for answers so what she does is take a job as a waitress and Barks on this search to look for Haley and the truth about her sister and other women that have been missing. And this also puts a target on her back. So that's Dark Roads by Chevy Stevens. And it comes out August 3rd. Chevy Stevens is aside from uh karen slaughter i think probably one of the most terrifying authors I've, i know she's darker than karen slaughter i think i've never she read is. any of her books yet oh my god brooke oh brooke, i know oh, you have so many so my first book tonight is a slow fire burning by paula hawkins and it comes out on august 31st so this book In this book, a man has been killed on a houseboat in London. And there are three women that are associated with him that people, that the police are looking at. There's Laura, who was a one night stand 
there's Carla, who is his aunt. And oh. she's also grieving the death, uh, the recent death of another family member. And then we have Miriam. And Miriam is a neighbor. And all of these women, even though they might not want to admit it, they are harboring like deep resentment. So we don't know if it's resentment about against this guy who has been found dead. Um, we don't really know this. But all of these women, they want justice against what has happened to them. And that, my friends, is all I can tell you. Mm-hmm. So this is a slow fire burning by Paula Hawkins, and it comes out on August 31st. And I'm really looking forward to it. This one looks so good. I didn't care for the first two. So the first book I'm going to talk about tonight is a book with a name that I really, really like. It just sounds like a beautiful name for what's going to be a beautiful book, I think. It's called Write My Name Across the Sky, and it's written (gasps) by... I've been waiting for this one. I know. (laughs) It's written by Barbara O'Neill and it's coming out on excitingly August 10th. And Mm -hmm. it is the story of Gloria Rose, who is a 70 something influencer who has a pretty (laughs) beautiful life. Yes, she is. So she probably gets a lot of fabulous products that we can only dream of because she's an influencer, but she has a great life. She lives in a beautiful loft with a rooftop garden. Life is pretty good until she finds out that one of her, uh, an old flame is um, being pursued by the FBI. Oh, dear. And yes, and she realizes (laughs) that people may discover the part she played decades ago in his deception that's now causing him to have such trouble. And Gloria Rose is about to flee, but then her nieces need her. So Willow is her, her... recording career is not going well her albums on the rocks she's not doing well and sam who is a video game designer is about to lose it all including the man she loves oh no and so yes and these three women have to band together and support each other as the fbi closes in probably for gloria rose and they have to just learn about life and themselves and secrets and love so if that sounds good to you, like it does to me. Oh, yes. On, yes, I know. I can't wait. On August 10th, you need to pick up Write <laughs> My Name Across the Sky by Barbara O'Neill. Oh, and she's such a beautiful. On, I know. It comes out on August 10th. Ooh. Oh, my God. Her books are the best. She is such yes, an amazing are. writer. So I am taking us back for a moment into the world of the twisty thriller because I get to talk about Chandler Baker's new book. This is The Husband. I discovered The Whisper Network by Baker (gasps) at the very, very end of 2019. And I loved it. So I'm not a twisty thriller fan, but I love the name of that book. Like that's The Whisper Network? Yes. 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 It is. It was a phenomenal book. It was my introduction to her writing. And I'm so excited that she has something new. So this is The Husband. And it comes out on August 3rd, which is just an epic release day. And this is the story of Nora. And Nora is a very, very hard worker. And her husband 
also seems to be a hard worker. However, Nora feels like no matter what is going on, she is always working just a little bit harder. Like she works outside the home, so does he. But when she comes home, her work is not done. She has to, you know, pack the lunches and schedule the trips and make sure that everything is on the shopping list just right. And so she wonders what it would take for her to get a little more help from her husband. So when this couple goes house hunting, they end up moving into this neighborhood where Nora meets a group of very, very successful women who seem to know exactly what to do to get their husbands sort of more in line with what they might, you know, like them to be. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-huh. If you (laughs) want to know how this turns out, which I really, really want to know how this turns out, you will have to pick it up on August 3rd. It is The Husbands by Chandler Baker. And I am so, so excited for this. Oh my gosh, it's like this. Stepford wives, but like the creep factor, the, the Stepford like, husbands, maybe. Yes, they know <laughs> how to make their husbands like march to the drum. Ooh. That's funny. So my first book looks so good, and I when I sent my picks in, I told Shannon this had to be one of them. Um, so this first book is called "Be My Ghost." Ooh, a haunted haven mystery. By Carol J. Perry. Oh, I saw this. Um, This looks so good. Yes, it does. Maureen lives in Boston. And she is a... um, She works for a department store as... I forget what they called it just now. And I just looked at it. Anyway, she worked for a department store. And right before Halloween... The store files for bankruptcy, so she is without a job. Oh, no. And she figures out with this lack of job that she cannot any longer afford her apartment in Boston. Uh Uh-oh. She also has a golden retriever named Uh Finn. (laughs) And he has flunked his guide dog testing because he is too friendly and too easily distracted. <laughs> so the way that it puts it in the synopsis is only one of them can file for unemployment. So <laughs> <laughs> um, salvation comes to Maureen in the form of an inheritance that she did not know would be hers. Oh. It is an inn in Haven, Florida. Haven, and she thinks... Florida. Yes. And, and she thinks that, you know, this could be a good start over for her, um, you know, a new business adventure in a new place, all of this. So she's like, okay, buddy, we're going to Florida. So when she gets there, she learns that the inn has some everlasting guests Hmm. (laughs) everlasting yep um in the way of ghosties and she i mean she's i guess she's okay with this but then she finds a dead body on the property oh geez um hmm. and Uh yeah and she will 
learn some things from the ghosts that inhabit the inn and they will help her solve the mystery of the murdered person or the dead person. We don't know if they were murdered, but I'm guessing they were. So this looks really, really good. I I think what caught my attention was the dog, but uh, (laughs) the fact that he, he was supposed to be a guide dog and he failed. Um, So she gets to keep her friend, but um, so it sounds like she, you know, she may have been a puppy raiser, I guess. Um, but this looks really good. I know Shannon doesn't like ghosts, but I this do. looks like they might I be <laughs> kind of friendly ghosts um, and things like that. So I'm looking forward to reading this. This is Be My Ghost, A Haunted Haven Mystery Number 1 by Carol J. Perry. And it comes out on August 31st. Because so this it has looks a golden like, in it, I might yeah. have to read it, even though mm-hmm. I do not like ghosts. In 2021, mm-hmm. speaking of books to read if you're having a bad day, in 2021, I discovered Tiff Marcello. And I think this is an author, and I, I talk about her a lot, so please forgive me, but I feel like she's an author who hasn't gotten enough love. That's and I true. think her books are just... Lovely is so generic these days, but I can't think of a word that like the way my heart feels when I read one of her books is um, just lovely and happy and, and all of that. But her books are so lovely and they do have so much heart and it's fitting because her new book is called, but um, bum, it takes heart by (laughs) Tiff Marcello. And it comes out on August 10th. And this book is about this amazing private resort in the Outer Banks that is a couple's resort. It's owned by a family, the Hart family. And of course, actually, no, I'm sorry, the Puzo family. It's called the Hart Resort. (laughs) The Puzo family. This resort is like this lovely getaway for couples. But as the synopsis describes it, it's a hotbed of family drama for the Puzo family who owns it. And Brandon, who's the youngest of the Puzo siblings, has gotten away from the resort and is a contractor in D.C. But then a hurricane sweeps through the Outer Banks. And he sort of has a change of heart. And so he comes home to the resort to kind of help with the rebuild and while he's there, he discovers that his older sister's best friend, Geneva, is there as a designer for the resort. But what nobody in the family knows is that he and Geneva had a secret rom- secret romance years ago. And so they have to decide if they can kind of put aside all of those secrets to kind of help the resort to flourish again. And that's all I know about this book, but I don't need to know anything else because what I know is Tiff Marcello writes nuanced families with just, oh my God, her books are so gorgeous. Her family, complex dynamic families are some of the best things about her books. I'm really looking forward to reading It Takes Heart by Tiff Marcello and it comes out on August 10th and I will be first in line to buy it because... Her books are special and lovely and romantic without superfluous drama. And I love them so much. 
Not only is this a book by my very, very, very favorite author, Sandra Brown, right? But it's also a historical by Sandra Brown. Historical. Sandra Brown has not done a historical novel. And how long? Gosh. I don't even know when the last one was. 15 years. This book is called Blind Tiger by Sandra Brown. So this is the Roaring Twenties. So we've got Moonshine Wars. We've got Prohibition. We've got Suspense. Murder, Mayhem, Lust, Greed. In the Moonshine Capital of Texas. <laughs> yes. And it's right after World War One. What? Oh my God. So much catnip. So much catnip. So this book is about Thatcher Hudson. Thatcher Hutton, who's from the war, um, he's coming back from the war, and he's he plans to return to his cowboy life after having been a soldier. And for some reason, I don't, we don't know why or what he's trying to avoid, but he jumps from a moving freight train. That's now, a bad that, idea. That sounds like a very bad idea, and also very brave. But wherever he lands, he gets way more than he bargained for. He arrives in Foley, Texas. And on the same day he arrives, a local woman goes missing. And since Thatcher is the only stranger in town, he is suspected of having abducted her. And worse, the men standing between him and being exonerated are a corrupt mayor. You know, because we've never seen that before. A A crooked sheriff. A notorious cat house madam, a sly bootlegger, and even most dangerous and lethal, I think, a group of moonshiners. But even more dangerous to him is a young widow whose soft features conceal a very strong will. And the widow, her name is Laurel Plummer. And this, apparently, we don't know why, but this was supposed to be her fresh start and it turns into tragedy for her and now she's destitute can you imagine like being a broke widow in 1920 that's not yeah that's no good that that doesn't sound like somewhere i want to be but even though she's destitute she's determined to dictate her own future and she turns to the lucrative regional industry much to the dislike of the good old boys because they have ruled supreme until now And the only code of law between the competitors is reprisal. So now violence erupts and Deputy Thatcher and Laurel are on complete opposite sides of where they should be. So what's going to happen in this town where blood flows as freely as whiskey? I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. So this is Blind Tiger by Sandra Brown. And it comes out on August the 3rd. Yes. Oh, so soon. So soon. Has yeah. anyone read the description besides me? <laughs> yes. I have. Oh my God. It looks so good. Oh yes, my does. God. Blind Tiger. So I haven't read a Sandra Brown in a couple of years. I'm just going to be transparent. Um, she's been a favorite author since back in the 90s. Envy is still like Envy. one of my top five favorite oh, books of all time. Envy. But I will say that Blind Tiger, the fact that it takes place in uh, Prohibition era, like is so. I think in Texas, maybe. Again, I'll be like right there buying it the day it comes out because I'm so excited about it. I'm definitely going to get it too because it sounds awesome. 
The next book is Cul-de-Sac by Joy Fielding, and it comes out on August 10th. Now, I have to say that Shannon introduced me to Joy Fielding. I had never read Joy Fielding after we had known each other for about a year. That was a long time ago. Time ago, right? (laughs) She's also kind of scary. Yeah. But I think I'm going to like this book a little more than I've liked some of her previous ones. It tells the story on this quiet, unassuming cul-de-sac. Someone is killed in the middle of, of the night. So it follows Maggie, the perfectionist wife, or Craig, the husband who can't quite live up to her expectations. So basically she wears the pants in the family. And Seems so. he knows it. So they they are running from something. We just don't know. And they just want to get a fresh start. But a lot of things happen and we don't know who will survive. Cul-de-sac oh. by Joy Fielding, mm-hmm. August 10th. Joy Fielding is sometimes someone I love and sometimes someone that makes me really, really furious. Angry. This is another yeah, one I have never read. I've never read any of her books either. Brooke. I know. I <laughs> Wait, what's so happening? Books. I don't know. I'm whispers I'm and lies. Okay, I'll look that for that. That's where you must start. Okay, that I will do that. Mess with my head. That's it. What? <laughs> That's it. So I'm going to bring us into modern day, and I am so excited about this book. the The title is so awesome. So it's how to kill your best friend, and it's by. <laughs> Lexi Elliott. (laughs) And it comes out on August 17th. It's not a Stacey book? No. No, no, not a Stacey book. (laughs) So what would you do if you thought your friend committed murder? Would you tell somebody? Like turn around? Or would you help her like hide it keep it secret um maybe i would just run away would you feel would you feel comfortable around her anymore or what would you do if you didn't feel safe so in this book we have georgie so three friends um they were they're um georgie lissa and bronwyn and they met in college they were um the top athletes on the college swim team and so they've stayed friends and Lissa and her husband own a resort on an island well Lissa is found dead she is drowned and at her funeral all her friends are there and they're like talking about her and just wondering like what has happened and Georgie and Bronwyn they're really nervous. They can't stop looking over their shoulder because they just, you never know. Well, the weather turns and, and the funeral goers are stuck on the island. Oh, no. and, and 
We don't know what happens, but I am going to guess it's nothing good. So this is How to Kill Your Best Friend. And it's by (laughs) Lexi Elliott. And it comes out on August 17th. This is the best title ever. I think the only one, well, there are two that I think equal it. Um, Kill All Your Darlings and In the Garden of Spite, I think are my like tie for this one. Is, like, oh, my In the Garden titles. of Spite. Yeah, that I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yes. I really don't want to talk about killing your best friend. No offense, Brooke. I want to talk about, <laughs> I mean, that's scary. I'm sure it's going to be a good book though, but I would like to talk about Western Waves, Compass, book three by Brittany C. Cherry. And we don't know the hero's name, but what we know about him yay, is... Yay, yay, yay! We know his name. Yes, we, we do. do. Oh, yes, I've, we do. We do if we read the other books, but... If we read Eastern Lights, yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if Sorry. we have it, we don't okay, know the well, hero's we name. we have it. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry. I'm so, just very excited about this book. I, <laughs> what is his name, Stacy? I don't remember right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't actually know. We don't actually know. So our <sighs> intrepid hero at the beginning of the book has never met his father. But his father oh. has kicked the bucket. He has died. He's cast up his accounts. Goodbye, and father. Good- <laughs> goodbye, <laughs> never known father. <laughs> And he says to the hero in a letter that he can inherit millions if he lives in this house with his, until this moment, unknown stepsister, Stella Lane. Oh. oh. And so he moves into this house down the hall from this girl. And Stella is cold, but he is ice. And Stella is lonely, but he likes to be alone. And Stella only speaks when she has something to say. And he has to live with her for a certain amount of time. However, while he's living with her, once a month, he gets a letter from his father who he's never met. And it tells secrets. Yes, he is. He has cast up his accounts. He is gone. He is. He is shaken off his earthly coil. This mortal coil. This whole thing but about he, dead people sending letters, like, really I know. disturbs me. It's creepy, but he, <laughs> every letter gets a little darker and a little more s- scary as he gives him different tasks he must perform. And every task involves Stella Lane, the quiet girl down the hall, and he, all he wishes is that Stella would notice him. Um, And that, friends... Is all I know about Western Waves, Compass Book Three by Brittany C. Cherry. However, I will tell you this: Brittany Cherry has never written, in my my opinion, a book that's not complex and beautiful with like the most amazing love story ever. So I'm sure, even though this sounds kind of like a sparse description, it is going to be such a rich and beautiful story. I cannot wait to buy this book. Oh, Brittany Cherry. When does it come out, sister? Oh, it comes out August 26th. Oh, I want this so badly. I loved Eastern Lights and I loved this character that was introduced in Eastern Lights. 
I won't say his name. But what was the, because I don't remember it. What was the first um, book in this series that Southern came out Storm. that was Southern, Southern Storms. Storms? And with my second book, we return to the world of the twisty thriller because August can't make up its mind. It's either like the month of romance or the month of thriller. So I am going to talk about Gone for Good, Annalisa Vega, book one by Joanna Schaffhausen. And this comes out Listen. on August 10th. <laughs> I really, really loved um, this author's previous series, which is the Ellery Hathaway series. I have one more book left to read, and I'm kind of sad because then the series will be done, I think. Mm-hmm. But she is starting a new one, and we are introduced to Annalisa Vega, who is investigating a murder in Chicago, a murder with very unfortunate ties to Annalisa's past. So many, many years ago, there was this killer that was called the Lovelorn Killer. And apparently he killed like six or seven women. And Mm. it was sort of a like ritualistic, you know, nasty thing that he did. And one of those people is someone that was very close to Annalisa. I don't know who. So now we have Grace, and Grace was sort of investigating these long ago crimes. Um, She, I guess, is like a true crime buff, perhaps. And she's been digging into the crime. And now Annalisa has been called to a murder scene, and it is Grace's body that she discovers. So now she has to sort of retrace Grace's steps to try to figure out what she knew about this killer that eventually you know, led to her being his target. And if anything that she knew can sort of help Annalisa solve not only her murder, but the murders of his previous victims. Um, this takes place in Chicago. And I'm just really, really excited about this. I love sort of this like high octane suspense that she writes where like you start reading and you just like you can't look away so this is gone for good annalisa vega book one by joanna schaffhausen and it comes out on august 10th guess what what? i haven't read this author before brooke (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna get kicked out now (laughs) you must read the vanishing season Ellery Hathaway, oh, book I, one. Oh, she like said that I between that. clenched teeth. My second book of the night is called The Royals Next Door by Karina Holly. And this will come out on August 31st as well. Um, so Piper is, a, is an elementary teacher by day and an avid romance reader and podcaster by night. Cool. And she, um, you know, she's happy with her life. She takes care of her mother who suffers from mental illness. Um, She's trying to avoid her ex who still lives in town. Um, But, you know, she's, she's pretty happy with her life until... A, prince, a British prince and princess rent the property next door to her. Oh, yikes. And they bring along their brooding security guard who <laughs> decides that Piper is a security threat. Oh. <laughs> Why? 
Hmm. We do not know. But every time she encounters Harrison, which is the bodyguard's name, every time she encounters him, she just, something about him kind of draws her to him. And under his gruff, brooding exterior, he's got a pretty soft heart. Um, But there's going to be a lot of turmoil and all kinds of craziness that goes on that could possibly tear them apart. And there's, you know, it's one of those you have to fight to make the romance work, I guess. Um, It looks really good. So, you know, it looks like um, this will be a happily ever after because this does look like a standalone. Um, There's no series name, at least. So hopefully there will be. But Harrison, the British royals, all living next door to an elementary teacher. Sounds (laughs) quite interesting. So this is The Royals Next Door by Karina Holly, and it comes out on August 31st. Mine! Mine! (laughs) I know! (laughs) With a brooding bodyguard with a heart of gold! What? I know, right? (laughs) I love those! Oh my gosh. And speaking of broody heroes, my darlings, I could not, in good conscience, give up the chance to talk about the latest in what is my obsession, which is Phantom of the Opera retellings. (laughs) Do you hear me, sister? Did you know about this? Did I I tell you? I did not know. So this is Phantom Heart. Phantom Heart number one. Oh my God. By Kelly Craig. And I apologize profusely if I'm saying her name wrong. It's C-R-E-A-G-H. And this book comes out on, on August 17th. This is the third time I have requested this in a PIX episode. This is the third time it's been moved. So I think that we are good now with August 17th. I've been waiting for this book what was it, Shannon? I think it was like 2019, the first time I saw this, this and told you Yeah, about this it. one is like the, oh my the God. Janelle Angelis book that yes, keeps, getting uh, pushed back. Getting pushed, yes. So this book is a young adult romance. It's about Stephanie. She's 17. She has moved into a crumbling Victorian mansion with her family. Oh, my because God. Because her father, I know, right? Her father <sighs> renovates mansions. And Stephanie doesn't necessarily believe that there's any issues with this mansion, She doesn't believe her six-year-old sister, Charlie, when she tells her that she keeps seeing a masked man in her closet. What? (laughs) Which sounds a little uncomfortable, but I'm going with the Phantom of the Opera vibes. I'm not going with creepers, so. (laughs) (laughs) And then there is the sort of like paranormal obsessed Lucas Cheney, who wants to help Stephanie kind of learn more about this mansion. And as she and Lucas begin delving into the history, the paranormal activity in the mansion increases tenfold. And let's not even like discuss the fact that Stephanie keeps having dreams about this 18 year old boy named Eric with a British accent. What? Nightly dreams. Oh my God. (laughs) And darlings, this is all I know. But what I can tell you is I'm always down for a phantom retelling 
I pray that this is going to be Team Phantom, not Team Gagalicious Raul. <laughs> and if you, like me, enjoy your heroes masked and scarred, if you, yes. like me, I know, right, are a sucker for all things Phantom-related, and even though you are in your 40s now, you never grew out of your childhood obsession with a masked genius who just wants to be loved. And kidnapped now, you. Well, I mean, I don't know if that happens in this no. book. So we are gonna uh, we are not we are not gonna discuss that part. No, that's just like a, a minor <laughs> blip on the phantom radar. So we're gonna just say that if you like all these other aspects, the positive aspects of Phantom, I encourage you to check out Phantom Heart. Phantom Heart Book One by Kelly Craig. It comes out on August 17th. You can bet your ass I'll be buying this book the day I can. <laughs> I don't care if it's young adult. It, this will be perfect. This will be perfect for our I was going to say, yes! yes! do retelling yes. in like and in the fall. My next book is a book I've been waiting for for a long time. It is the sequel to The Boyfriend Project by Farrah Rashawn. And this one is called The Dating Playbook. And oh my God, The Boyfriend Project was so, so, so good. Yes, I read it in one sitting. It was just amazing. And I've just been looking forward to this book so much. So if you've read The Boyfriend Project, this book is about one of the friends in that book called Taylor. And she's, uh, her name is Taylor Powell, actually. And she's a personal trainer. And, you know, she's very good at, at training. And she feels like she kicks some serious butt. But even though she's good at what she does, her bills are piling up rent is due and basically the money situation is dire so taylor needs more than the support of her new best friends so maya and london she basically needs a miracle because this is just not looking very well and her miracle might just be found in jamar dixon he is an oh so fine football player and he wants to go back into the NFL and he wants trailer to train him so that he can make this a possibility. But there's a catch to this. Uh, there's a catch to this guys. No one can really know what they're doing. It has to be a deep secret, but when they're accidentally outed as a couple, Taylor's game plan is turned completely upside down. Is uh, Jamar playing to win or is he playing for keeps? Hmm. I guess to find out what happens in the playbook of dating, you must pick up the dating playbook, Boyfriend Project number two by Farrah Rashawn, which comes out on my birthday, August 17th, 2021. There are a couple of good books coming out on your birthday this year. I know. All right, last one, my favorite of the three. Yes, mine too. It is Say Goodbye, Sacramento number three by Karen Rose. And it comes out another Shannon recommendation. (laughs) Oh my God, I can't believe you got that. August 3rd. And it shows us Eden. Eden faces a final reckoning with the cult past victims. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're being haunted. And it's a thrilling thriller. That's what and it's Tom's book. Yes, and the and that's what the synopsis says. Yes. And Tom started out like Karen Rose for me when he was a little kid in Don't Tell. And now so, he's oh, an yes. adult. And yes. now he has his own book. And I just don't yes. quite know what to do about that. <laughs> now Eden is hiding. So so she's just trying to FYI, keep a... Eden is a cult. Like Eden oh, is the Eden, sorry. Eden I... is like what they call the cult. Call the cult. Um I Mercy. Yes, Mercy and Gideon so are the Gideon people are who the... like ran from it. And they're looking for. So yes. Gideon was the last book, right? Gideon was the first book and Mercy book was the second was book. The second book. Oh, okay. Sorry, the second so Mercy's already been I can remember which yes. one came. Yeah, I read all and, them. They're so good. They are. And so Tom good. is our Tom is our FBI agent in this one. Oh yes. So as you heard us all gush. <laughs> yeah, that was a little bit of like a joint description. Yes. <laughs> Sacramento number three is called Say Goodbye by Karen Rose. I said a little <laughs> bit ago that Karen Rose makes me want to pee my pants. She scares me so much. And she's Karen such Rose a good writer. Scary. She's mm, so suspenseful enjoy. and amazing. No. Chevy will scare you even more. <laughs> oh, Chevy, Sarah, I won't read those. No, that's no. not a Sarah. No, no. But no. Karen Rose is a very good author. I just get very scared when I read. And it's always like chapter seven, Thursday, 7.55 p.m. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, I like that part. <laughs> I know, I do too. So my last book for tonight is... 56 Days by Catherine Ryan Howard. And it comes out on August (laughs) 19th. So nobody knew that they lived together, but one of them has been, one of them is now dead. Oh my God. So, yeah. (laughs) So we've got Oliver and Kira. And they met 56 days ago in the line at the grocery store. And I guess it must have been like true love, like from the start. I'm not really sure. But 35, then, sorry, then COVID hit. And there was rumors that a lockdown was going to happen. So this is happening in, um, this actually, I forgot to mention, this is happening in Dublin. And so 35 days ago, they learned that they're going to be going into lockdown. And Oliver has asked Kira to come and live with him. And Kira thinks this would be a great opportunity to develop a relationship without the outsiders, like without friends and family getting in the way. And Oliver (laughs) sees this as a perfect time to hide what he really is. Oh, that's all we have about now. <laughs> so now police have come to Oliver's house and there is a decaying body. <gasps> Ew. Yeah, we don't know who. Oh, this yeah, is not a Sarah is. book. No. No, it is not a Sarah book. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> so there is a decaying body in this apartment. Gross, man. So gross. Ew, that is just like a rose uh, from Miss Emily. <laughs> yeah. So there's this decaying body. And so are the police going to be able to figure this out? Or is it going to be a perfect murder? So this is 56 Days by Catherine Ryan Howard. And it comes out on August 19th. There are so many really good COVID-related books coming out now. It's kind of interesting to see what people are writing. I loved the fact that COVID was woven so nicely. I mean, not nicely because COVID isn't nice. But so like Mm -hmm. seamlessly through the Karen Slaughter book. Like it wasn't about COVID, but we saw it. Can I tell you how COVID has worked its way into fiction? Sure. It's pushed back many, many dates of books. It's true. It's true. We don't don't (laughs) want to talk about that. No, No, like that that way. (laughs) But you see, I've been waiting. We have to talk about it right now. Because I've been waiting. Yes, I've been waiting for this book for what seems like forever. And because of COVID, the date has been pushed back. Yes. And back. And back for the heart. To be fair, this was pushed back since like 2019. The Heart Principle by Helen Huang. Yeah, it's oh. going to be coming out on August 31st. Oh. And it's when our I birthday saw present, it, Sarah. It is. It's our birthday present because our birthday is the next day. So August 31st is going to be such a beautiful release day. So this is the story of Anna, and Anna is a professional violinist. And Anna does a performance that's so amazing and it's captured on video and it goes viral. But Anna is working herself into a frenzy and working herself to death and like burned out because she cannot replicate this one video of herself going viral on the violin. Like it just is not happening. Yes, and then she has a longtime boyfriend who all of a sudden wants to have an open relationship before he decides, um, like, to settle sure. down. Yeah, no, that's no, kind no, of what no, I no, say. No, no, no. He bye, would not bye. be the one for me. <laughs> and so Anna right? is confused and hurt and heartbroken and decides that she, too, is going to do some things that she wouldn't do, like have some one-night stands. And the first one is with Quan. <gasps> Quan! Quan! Sorry. I know. I know. So Quan is Quan is in the first two Helen Huang books. Yes, yes, he is. And he is a tattooed biker type guy. Oh, I but love when, those kind. Oh my right? god. And he's so <laughs> hot. But when Anna decides to have a one night stand with him, the first <laughs> time it doesn't really go well. And neither does oh. the second or the third attempt how many do you have to have i don't know but here's the thing (laughs) anna starts to realize i know i know but anna starts to realize that there's more to kwan hot sexy tattooed biker kwan than sex and then she really enjoys being with him for multiple reasons but then her family's expectations for her begin to crash down upon her and kwan has his own demons And they suddenly begin to realize that before they can be together and fight for each other, 
they have to fight for themselves. Oh my God. <laughs> so if anybody wants to read oh, wow. The Heart Principle by Helen Huang wow. that I've been waiting for for my whole life. It, my comes, out August, it comes out August 31st. So I am kind of ruining the romance slash thriller vibe we have going on here <laughs> because I am now going to talk about some historical fiction. So this is Sisters in Arms by Kaya Alderson. And this comes out on August 3rd. It is based on a true story of a unit of African-American women who were finally, after much, much work and strife, allowed to serve in World War II. And this unit is known as the 6888. And so Alderson has it seems like done quite a bit of research to sort of create characters um, to kind of tell this story. So the characters are Grace and Eliza and they are very different women. They come from very different backgrounds, but they're both really dedicated to working, you know, for their country in the second world war. Now they are going to Europe to make sure that soldiers who have been killed in the war that their sort of last letters home actually reach their families and, and friends. Oh. So that's sort of their, like the, the point of their sort of going to Europe. And boot camp and actually, you know, joining the army turns out to be a really, really difficult thing for these women. And so many people are determined to see this, what's considered sort of this, an experiment. Um, people want to see it fail. They do not want there to be a unit of black women that's actually part of the armed forces. Like no one likes this because that's how people are. Um, So Grace and Eliza are determined that they are going to stand as firm as they can. They're going to be as perfect as they know how to be. And they are going to make it work basically just to prove that, you know, they are just as good and just as worthy as anyone else. I think there's so much about Black history that we as Americans, as white Americans, do not know. And I am a little bit ashamed to say that I never not, I never knew that there was a unit of Black women that served in World War II um, that we were just sort of never told about. So this is a historical novel that will tell their story, and it is Sisters in Arms by Kaya Alderson. It comes out on August 3rd. And I need this book in my life. My last book tonight is called Battle Royal Palace Insider Book One by Lucy Parker. Oh, Lucy Parker. Mm-hmm. And there's food. Ah. So, four years ago, Sylvie was a contestant on Operation Cake. <gasps> and she... I love making shows. I know, me too. Um, she, you know, she kind of, she wowed all the viewers with her sugary confections. But when her glittery sugary unicorn cake <laughs> oh oh dear 
Goes awry. Mr. Dominic, Mr. Grumpy Pants, <laughs> is quick to vote her off the show. <gasps> Jerk! But, I know. But Sylvie kind of capitalized on that. She took her fame and she opened her own bakery. Good for her. And now it has, you know, it's been a few years and she finds out that her and Mr. Grumpy Pants Dominic are going to be judges on Operation Cake (gasps) together. And (laughs) Dominic isn't thrilled, but uh, Sylvie's like, bring it. So, you know, it's, they're going to be judges together. And of course, even though Dominic has his grumpy, brooding, tough exterior, he still finds himself thinking about Sylvie and her pink hair and her dimple and he just can't help himself but sylvie catches the eye of the princess rose and princess rose wants her to bake her wedding cake oh dear but the king wants dominic because he is the king's favorite baker And they will be in a competition to see who gets to do what. And possibly they might end up working together. Hmm. I believe there will be some romance here between Dominic and Sylvie. If she can, you know, crack his shell, so to speak. (laughs) And I'm, you know, I'm really looking forward to this. I love baking shows. I am all about the Great British Baking Show. I am enamored with that show. (laughs) And so I think this is going to be very, very fun to read. I love reading about cake and it's probably going to make me hungry. So I'm going to have to buy a lot of sweets. (laughs) So this is Battle Royal. Palace Insiders Book One by Lucy Parker, and it comes out on August 17th. So Lucy Parker, I think, wrote like um all the like the London book- celebrities. The London Yes, she wrote that series, right? I've heard yes. nothing but good things about this author. And I, for some reason I haven't tried her, but this might be what I use as the first book by her because I love, love baking reality show books and books with people who like food and like baking and yes. So I love Maddie Dawson. And when I saw that she had a new book coming out, I was really excited. Um, My favorite book by her is matchmaking for beginners because it kind of has, I mean, I sort of feel like I'm being like this creepy fangirl tonight, but it kind of has some very gentle phantom of the opera vibes to me. Um, But it also has, just a lot of good for it. And I love the way that Maddie Dawson writes um, women, particularly. Um, this book is called The Magic of Found Objects. Yes. It comes out on August 1st on a Monday. On a this Sunday. Book, Wait, is it? Oh, I'm sorry. A it Sunday, is Sunday. Yeah. On a Sunday. Just kidding. Um, yeah. It comes out 
very soon. And this book is about Francie. And Francie was conceived during Woodstock. Between oh a very free-spirited woman and a farmer's son at Woodstock. And so she's been raised to believe in magic, but also has realism kind of in her bones and rationality. And when things in her life aren't going according to what she thinks, she decides to let the realism and the rationality side of her personality take over. And when her best friend says, hey, you know, screw romance. Why don't we just get married? Because we already know we're friends. She thinks, you know what? That's a good idea. Despite what her magic-minded mother says, her rational stepmother thinks it's a great idea for her. But just after they get engaged, as often happens in a Maddie Dawson book, she meets someone who makes her question her views about romance and magic. And you know what? That's all I know about the magic of found objects. But because it is a Maddie Dawson book, I know it's going to be a book with some messy relationship stuff, messy dynamics, family dynamics, friend dynamics. And it's going to have just some really, really gorgeous parts to it because of the way that Maddie Dawson writes. So this, again, is The Magic of Found Objects by Maddie Dawson. It comes out on August 1st. And I'll be buying it right away. But if you need something to read so by Maddie Dawson, did I mention yet how much I like matchmaking for beginners? No, oh, I haven't. I don't know. Catastrophe. Have I mentioned this? No, maybe say it again. Oh. Say it again. You know, just in case I haven't said yet how much I love matchmaking for beginners and its sequel, A Happy Catastrophe. Oh, and did I mention how much I love um, The Opposite of Maybe? Oh, that is my favoriteest. Oh. oh, well, in case I didn't, those are some things that you could read if you need something between now and August 1st, if you, you want a Maddie Dawson <laughs> fix. My last book of the night is by Miss Laurel K. Hamilton, who has not written a new series in so long. And I am looking forward to this book very, very much. This is book one in her new series called Zaniel Havelock, who's a detective. And the first book is called A Terrible Fall of Angels. So did you guys know that angels walk among us, among with other earthly beings? Hmm. I didn't know. I don't know this to be true. But in these books, apparently it is true. And we're going to meet Detective Daniel Havelock, who has the special ability to communicate directly with angels. Cool. And not only does he have this ability, but he's a trained angel speaker. So this is a thing that you Whoa. can actually get trained to do. And so his job has been until now to serve the celestial beings and his fellow humans. But this terrible betrayal that we don't know what it is compelled him to leave this life for good. So now he's a cop. But he's still working on the side of angels. But where there are angels, there are also demons. So there's no question that there's evil at work when he's called to examine the murder scene of a college student. But is this just the evil that one human being can do to another, or is this something more? But if demonic possession is a possibility, angel protection can only go so far. 
So Zaniel is now in a race to find the killer before the killer finds its next victim. And this is going to make him confront his own very personal demons and face the past that he never truly left behind. I'm so excited. So this is A Terrible Fall of Angels by Laurel K. Hamilton. And this book also comes out on my birthday, August 17th. 2021 it will be a great day so this brings us to the end of our look at august picks and we are so excited for all of the fantastic things that are coming out in august and this is i feel like just a fraction of like what's out there so definitely look at whatever you look at for your new releases for any given month because august is full of great stuff thank you to my entire book bistro crew for hanging out with me tonight well no i guess you weren't all here but for the big bunch of you who were (laughs) um Brooke, Kristen, Stacy, Sarah, Melissa, and Natalia. And thank you so much to Christine for all of her fantastic editing. And thanks so much to all of you who join us each and every week as we talk about fantastic books. If you would like to leave us a rating or a review, you can do that on Apple Podcasts or any other platform that you use to access the show. Not only does it tell us what you think, but it also helps other people find us when they're looking for book-related podcasts. Um, It kind of advances us in the Google algorithm. So I will be back next Tuesday morning with an author interview and, of course, the guide to new releases. And some number of us will be back on Friday with more bookish greatness. Take care, everybody.